Good afternoon, you are listening to Resonance 104.4 FM and this is Art Then and Now, a very special Art Then and Now with me, your host Anna Gammons. This is a show where we explore art from the past and art from the present to understand how we as humans have expressed ourselves through time. Now, this is part of our Art on Air residency here at the Tate Modern and I am joined by Peter Coit, who is the man behind the music for Figures in a Floating Landscape, which is a dance, music and sonic soundscape performance that had its preview on Friday. Hi, Pete. Good Peter. <laughs> how are you doing? Yeah, good, thank you. So how did Friday go? Because Friday the 1st was uh, was your preview. Yeah, it went really well. It was just a hectic week, rehearsing. We rehearsed at Laban uh, in Deptford. Uh, and the performance was at Canterbury, the Gawank Inn. Fantastic. Yeah. And it's also part of there because that was where the um, the Turner Prize is held. Is that, yeah, that also of, feeds into what you're doing as well, doesn't it? Yeah, it's part of the Turner Prize celebrations because it's in Margate this year. Yeah, fantastic. Well, I thought it'd be a nice idea to give the audience some kind of context and the listeners if you played a little bit of your performance, because you're the composer to this, uh, to this soundscape performance. So, yeah, do you want to give us a little taste about what we're talking about today? OK, I'll, I'll play a little bit from the prologue, the Turner prologue. Fantastic. There's a sketch at every turn. I don't paint so that people will understand me. I paint to show what a particular scene looks like. All right, Pete, I like that. It was very ambient. <laughs> yeah, well, it gets a bit more lively after that. It's yeah, a, sure. an apocalyptic and there's a lovely cello it comes in a piece well hopefully we're going to hear a little bit more about your instrumental compositions later we're going to kind of feed it okay. into our interview hopefully so that the listeners can get some context on that but i would love it if you sort of described your production for the listeners because i know this is the performance you've just done is the second part of a three-part um performance isn't it yeah i've been working with uh, choreographer dora frankel uh she's based in, the, uh, in newcastle Fantastic. Um, and, she, and yeah, we, we, we did two projects before uh and the first Turner project was a commission for the Festival of the Northeast. Right, right. Uh, and we we did a we, we followed Turner's journey up in Northumberland when he was a young man, and yeah. that's it was it was sort of like his developing period there. Yeah, he sort yeah. of, when he came, he sort of found his voice, of his, uh, how he painted that when he went on that journey. Yeah. So we and of course we're talking about the 19th century painter, aren't we? It's around yeah, about yeah, James W. Turner, and uh, this is about. Uh, 1797, I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. when he went oh, to Yeah, 18th century, and then, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just, just, yeah, the early years. And uh, we, we, we went, we chose paintings that he took 
uh, up the Northumberland coast from Tymouth up to from Walkworth, Al Annick to mm-hmm. Lindisfarne. Yeah. And we, we, we produced a dance and sound uh, piece based on the, the, the paintings and, and uh, performed it where he would have stood. Fantastic so, to kind of give listeners and well viewers, I suppose, a kind of an idea about his work and the, and the changes as well that have happened since that time as well. Because I know a lot of your piece concentrates on climate well, change the, as well. Yeah, that was the first piece, and then this piece we came down to. I, mean, I live in Whitstable, so mm. we looked at Turner's uh, journey there. That was like the later part of his of his life. Yeah, his mature, his more mature, more radical in a way. And um, yeah, yeah. Um, and I chose I chose to look at his his sketches because he sketched a lot everywhere and he, mm. he sort of was out in the elements and was reacting and uh, yeah. responding to, to all the environment. Yeah. They're very uh, dynamic his sketches aren't they? There's a lot of energy yeah. and a lot of movement so I can see why that would be a good well, we, news for yeah. you. Yeah, well we took we, we, we traced where he would have sketched and we took the walks and I record, made field recordings on the way mm. and we went out, it was, a, I mean, it was, it was like last, last uh, 20, 2018 the, uh, when there was really snowing and uh, so we really felt yeah. the felt the uh, weather there. Oh, and, amazing. Because, uh, yeah. I mean, Turner's got some... Turner's works are kind of full of this sort of um, energy and drama. They're, you know, mm. they're very... Um, he's, he's a very obviously a very creative guy, but he's kind of imagination infused with this sort of um, more kind of textured, uh, you know, of painting that comes with that medium as well. So what I kind of want to know is how, how did you come about telling this story that you wanted to tell through Turner's work and environmental change through dance? How did that feel appropriate I think I think it's great because I've seen it but I want to know how you got there <laughs> well um the the environmental aspect is I mean he's he was painting when in, uh, the industrial revolution began mm. which is obviously the cause of all the yeah. co2 problems now and yeah, uh, yeah. I mean he, they think of him as a landscape painter but he's actually you know he was depicting the sort of the new out, out of the old and the new which is the in, uh, industry mm. uh, a lot of his paintings have the, the steam and the you know the, all the industry that was being built there yeah. and also rain steam and speed is a huge one for that isn't it i yeah, think that's in yeah. the national gallery right next to where we're <laughs> or just opposite exactly, from the yeah. river and also another thing i discovered was that the dramatic sea, uh, skies he painted mm. they would it was the, the colors they, they, they weren't exaggerated they were due to volcanic activity that was pretty it was very sort of yeah, there's so many volcanoes that just happened to yeah. explode around that time. Yeah, yeah. And so the, the air was full of particles, which created all the amazing colours. And That's so uh, interesting. I've heard that back before, yeah. but hearing, hearing you say it again now, I can really see, um, I can really visualise that from yeah. Turner's work. It is very hazy, isn't it? It feels yeah, very... Yeah, and, um, uh, and obviously we've got man-made pollution now, which have given the skies all sorts of colours. And, yeah. and plus, living, living by the coast, you're obviously aware of, uh, you know, we always get flood warnings. We had one last week, and... Uh, I, when I walked where he, the Turner had walked, I could see where the, the coast had eroded. Mm. That, we went to Recolva, where there's, there's an old uh, medieval chapel there, but there's, there's a built on a Roman fort, which is mostly in the water now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, Fantastic. So yeah. you felt that dance and performance was a really good way of sort of conveying yeah. the messages you were trying to... I mean, when the R&D, we went with, with dancers into the spaces, so we responded to the environment. We, we made, they, they did movements in the, actually you know, on, the, on the beach, on, yeah. on the front, and we, I, was, I was recording and making, uh, uh, you know, taking all the sounds that we took back to a gallery and we yeah. improvised with, and just the way that Turner would do a sketch and then take back to the, his, his uh, studio. Yeah. yeah and we yeah, spent yeah. a week just working with those sounds and movements 
to develop it. So I was going to ask, I think that's really interesting because obviously you're working with a lot of creative minds doing different kinds of creative. You've got the costume designer, you've got the dancers, you've got, mm. you know, yourself, the composer, and, and obviously Dora as well. So how does, how does that kind of work, work in collaboration? Do you sort of, I mean, you mentioned that you retraced ton of steps and then it sort of all came together. You had a meeting yeah. and then the dancers sort of put their spin on things and... Yeah, that week, I mean, that, that R&D bit was really, yeah, that's fed everything, really. Mm. I mean, with the, the costumes that we, the costumes we had uh, made were of, of using Turner's hues and we had, we had these lovely coats made that were sort of like a, they're like unprimed canvas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, but they've got an element of plastic in them, which is obviously the bane of society now. So. Yeah, yeah, I love that. I, I noticed that as well when, um, when you know, we, we had a bit of a chat beforehand and you mentioned the costumes, so I did a little bit of research and I love the fact that you've included the plastic but you've also got these draper, this kind of drapery like it would have worn, you know, back in the 18th century and things like that. Yeah. So you've really sort of fused the old and the new, which is, uh, which is really fantastic. Yeah. What about the name? Because Figures in a Floating Landscape I thought was interesting because for me, the more natural title would have been floating figures in a landscape, but I really liked the way that uh, it, you, you kind of reinterpreted that. It, can you talk a little bit about the title? Uh, I've, I've had the title for quite a while now. It's, I think I was inspired by a, a Kurosawa film, Yohimbo. Right, right. <laughs> years ago, because it it's just imagery coming to me. But, but yeah, I mean, it's the... Um, so, so I suppose I'm referring to... You know, there's always a figure in Turner. He's not, he's not, mm -hmm. wasn't a great figure painter, but he's always a small figures in it. And, yeah, and, there's uh, definitely and hints of, of, you, of yeah. kind of life and things like that, yeah, yeah for sure. And, and sometimes you can't see the, the, the sky and the sea are one. And, you know, I suppose it's a reference to, to encroaching sea levels. Mm. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I think that's, um, I think that's really important. So mm. what kind of, I mean, we talked about, you know, environmental damages and things. You obviously had um, your own experiences when you retraced Turner's steps and things like that, and you could see exactly how the coastline had changed. So mm. what was it? How important was it for you to sort of translate these ideas through your performance, and what do you hope your audience will gain from from watching your performance? I don't know what I mean. The, the, the environmental aspects. I mean, they obviously we interpret them in a sort of abstract way with with music and dance and sound. Yeah. So I'd have to ask the audience what how they felt that that aspect came across. Mm, mm. But uh, I mean, certainly, I mean, uh, I mean, I've got lots of. Lots of, lots of sounds of, 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 the, of the weather and you know, the yeah, waves yeah. and there's, there's lots of drama and um, yeah. uh, some sort of uh, scary bits really yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well you know what that seems like a good uh, time for us to play a little bit more of your work so, uh, uh, so introduce good, this yeah. this is another section from, from your performance isn't it that happened on Friday, I believe. Sorry, I put you on the spot a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, just we're just ready. searching. We're just searching for the right. I just play something, <laughs> which is uh, well, I can. It's, it has. It starts off with some uh, some shingle walking and uh, goes into quite a cacophonous string section. Oh, amazing! I, I will, I'm excited to hear the strings because I think okay. they are perfect for translating that drama. I think okay. as well. So.
seems one day to be equally governed by one cause is destroyed the next by a different atmosphere. you've clearly done a very good job because when I listen to your music I do see Turner's work yeah. <laughs> oh we've got a little bit a bit come back <laughs> it didn't want to go um, I want to ask you a little bit about your process because I, I don't know even where you would begin to construct a score uh, based on these kind of the visuals so do you, how do you do it do you sit down what are you thinking when you have to try and um, try and compose a piece like this well I think these uh, I spent the year with the, with the sounds I've recorded and uh, there's I mean there's tones and Melodies and rhythms and that that actually they show themselves. Mm. Um, so we just I just followed those. I just followed that, that sort of inspiration. Fantastic. And yeah. then you sort of and how do you feed in the sort of different layers as well? How does that all work? Put, do you record I, one thing and then kind of another thing on top? Or yeah, there's lots of layers. There's, there's layers of the, the the field recordings I've actually put through different processes. Of, uh, I've put through the computer processes and I've got like a modular synth setup which I've put some of that through to get to, you know see what see what comes from it fantastic and sort of granularization of the sounds and yeah. got small bits of so tiny bits of uh, sounds like bells from ships that made percussion uh, so yeah that's it's, it's amazing all that. and, authentic uh, and, as well and i suppose like you you've really kind of thought about um what instruments you're using and how you can make it authentic to yeah. to what you're talking about which is great yeah and uh Obviously, when we brought in the cellist, we had Helen Rathbone on cello and Martin Elliott on guitar and bass, who they brought their elements to it. Um, so, yeah, we built, built it up from there. Fantastic. And, layers and, layers. and then, do the, does yeah. the choreography come around because, you know, um, the dancers and Dora have listened to your music, or do they have an idea about what they want to do before they've heard well, we what had you've f- composed? Yeah, but we had the five sections that we planned. The five. We did, we'd made um, this one, the first section's a prologue, and then we have. A journey from Ricolva to Beltinge, and then then we have Folkestone, and then Margate, and then the epilogue. So they are based on actual places, and so um, we mm-hmm. picked up material while we were there. Like the dancers picked up movements; they were reacting to buildings sure. and uh, the, the, the beach, the walls, and amazing. Yeah. So all the, she was Dora always actually wrote down these, you know, sketched notes for the actual movements that were found there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fantastic. So it all just kind of came together, and then you, in this sort of melting pot, and then you had a few meetings where it all kind of fit together and put together, and how long has this process taken from start to finish? From t- until last night where you had your, where you had your <laughs> still, still, It's still in process. We're still developing it, really. I think it's, it's, there's some bits that still... Uh, they're, they're semi-improvised, so mm. they'll, they'll happen whenever they're in the moment sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I mean we planned it, Six years ago, after the first one, right? We, yeah. had, we got, we managed to sort of get the R and D last year, and this and uh, Oliver Crothers of Gorbinki and kindly suggested he puts it up, put it on, and that gave Fantastic. us impetus. And we, and we're going to be touring it next year. We're at the uh, Liverpool. Uh, Chapstone Theatre. Yes, I've got I've got some dates here actually that I wanted to to read out because I wanted to. Um, well, first of all, why don't we start with saying where can listeners go to find out more about you and your work? 
Well, uh, my website I have to update. This is petercoit.com. And there's Dora Frankel, a dance artist as well. Um, yeah, just Google Dora and myself. Fantastic. Um, and Instagram or? But, oh, yeah, both on Instagram as well. Yeah. Fantastic. I always think Instagram's good for visual platforms. Yeah, and also you can now listen to things as well. So, you know. Yeah, we've got, some great, we've got some great images from Friday night that we're going to be putting up this week. And Fantastic. Some video and, yeah. Awesome. So you had the premiere on 7.30 Friday, November the 1st. So that's already been. So you can't see that, unfortunately. But at 7.30, Thursday the 13th of February 2020 at the Capstone Theatre in Liverpool. This is Capstone, what we're yes, talking yeah. about. And then at 7 o'clock Wednesday the 19th of February 2020 in Sunderland College at the Arts Academy in Sunderland. Is that yeah, right? that's right. Yeah. Okay, fantastic. So definitely go More on the website. Coming. Check out, sorry, what was that? And more coming. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm sure you'll update your website. But yeah, if anyone wants to go and buy tickets, which you definitely should, it's a fantastic production. I've seen segments and I've listened to um, Peter's score and it really is quite powerful. So definitely check that out. Why don't we phase out, instead of my theme tune music, with some of your music? I think okay. that would be much more let appropriate. Some, let me find some nice cello. Oh yeah, fantastic. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to um, Art Then and Now today and listening to our Art On Air residency at the Tate Modern. We do apologise for the scheduling issues at the beginning. Um, it's all kind of coming together thick and fast. So, <laughs> Right, here's some of uh, Peter Coit's music. Thank you so much for chatting to me today, Peter. Thank you, Anna.